Welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. This is a place where you can find hope to help you overcome your pain and injury. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. All right, everyone, welcome to the Myokinetics Podcast. Today we have a special guest, one of my favorite human in the world, um, Trevor Colburn, aka T Pain. Um, Trevor been working with us um, for you know like a couple years on and off uh, since his uh, elbow surgery. He is a pitcher. He's also a senior at Del Barton High School. So welcome, Trevor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey man, it's an honor for 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 us to have you. You you have a great story, and I know you're gonna share so many insights to so many people that are listening right now. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story, man. All right, yeah. So you know, I've been I've been a pitcher my whole life. Um, I started pitching when I was seven, eight years old, and uh, I started pitching a lot when I was ten, eleven, twelve, and I think that's where the problem started. Um, but I actually didn't feel my arm felt fine when I was real young, and then when I got to my freshman year in high school, I I was throwing just a normal bullpen, and I had some pain right underneath my elbow, and it was it was something I've never felt before, so I was a little concerned. Um, I gave it two weeks because you know that's what everyone says to do, mm-hmm. and then I tried again and it didn't feel great again. So I saw a doctor, and I was actually originally told it was a uh, a nerve issue. So I was like, all right, that's not that bad. And then I waited two more weeks, tried again, and that didn't work. And then that's when I went to Doctor Willis, and he took an X-ray and saw that there was the the lesion. And my elbow and told me immediately shut it down and then that's when i got an mri about a week later and then that's when we decided that i was going to get my surgery okay so yeah. let's backtrack real quick so you you saw the dr willis at tri-county uh he he figured out it was uh ocd lesion so for those who are listening the ocd lesion is basically information of the bone and the cartilage within the elbow and this result in uh, necrosis, basically the bone start deform and dying, right? Um, which can lead to some fracture and some loose bone fragment that just kind of float around within the joint. It just caused a lot of irritation. Um, so hearing that news, you're at this time, you're what? Finishing your freshman year, going to your sophomore year, correct? Uh, at, when I heard this news, I was it was my spring uh, spring season of my freshman year. So it was baseball season. Okay. Of my so yeah. just hearing that news, what goes through your mind? It was like when, when, when I first heard, told me to shut it down. I and when, when he read the, uh, the x-ray, he told me to shut it down. And I, I was, I was concerned, but I was ho- still hopeful that I'd be able to go back in a, maybe a month, maybe two. It wouldn't, it's not worst case, but then we, we uh, read the MRI results, and it pretty much just seemed like there was like a big, a bigger problem than just a little fix, and that's really what shocked me. I was, I was devastated. I was crying. Mm-hmm. Like, I was. I remember we read it on the way to my checkup, and I was, I was just completely crying in the car. Like everything just turned upside down on me. It was, it was a terrible experience. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean what's what were your, uh, I guess, what were your perfect vision before that injury come along? Were you just like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to pitch my way to college and then hopefully 
I get drafted, go into the pros. It was was that your your normal version of what what you think was going to happen? Yeah, I mean, when I was when I was young and even through middle school, I was a really dominant pitcher. Like I was I was known as to be a really good pitcher, and I thought, all right, I'm just going to walk in here, you know, pitch good my freshman year, and then you know carry through high school. And yeah, my goal is still like pitching college, so that was my goal years ago. And yeah, I thought I had it all planned out, but this kind of threw me a curveball. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's exactly it, man. So, and for those who who are listening that's not familiar with even with your school, Del Barton Prep is probably one of the best uh, baseball program in the nation, um, and one of the most dominating one in in New Jersey. Um, so, with that being said, you know you you were definitely on a path to to greatness, right? And like you say, this throw you a little curveball. Now, besides, you know, obviously being upset, uh, you guys decided to go through surgery, right? So tell us more about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much other option besides wait a few months and see if it would grow back on its own. But we figured, well, if we're going to wait, like, you know, take time off, might as well get the surgery. So I got the surgery. Um, I was originally planned to be out six to eight months, like six months of of no throwing and then those two months to start my you know throwing program and you know i ran into a lot a lot of issues on my way back this is this is probably the most hardest part was the way back mm-hmm. was I had my surgery i thought i was all fixed you know i did my um you know stage one physiotherapy like moving my elbow range of motion stuff and then I got into my throwing and that's when I kind of ran into a lot of problems. You know, I, my elbow would swell up. Like it was just, just seeing that I thought like, I thought just the surgery didn't work or something. Mm -hmm. I probably had swelling probably three, four times. And every time it was just like this again. And Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought I'd never get back to where I was. So, yeah. So what was the turning point when it comes to that? I mean, yeah. Tell me more about that. Honestly, it, it took a really long time for me to like be like, all right, I'm back. Because you know, when I had my the following summer, so the summer after my sophomore year is when I was able to pitch again, mm-hmm. and I, I pitched, I pitched decently. I mean, I pitched good. I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't my best, but I mean, I was I was out for a year, so I mean, it was it was what I expected. And then in in between the summer and fall, I actually had swelling again. Mm-hmm. And I had to go. I had to go back to Dr. Willis. You know, he drained it. I had a shot of cortisone, and that actually helped. It got me through the fall, and then the 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 fall the winter went fine, and then the spring, it it, it was just it had nothing to really do with my elbow, mm-hmm. but I think I think it was a result of my surgery where I was so in my head, mm-hmm. throwing. It's something called the yips in baseball. Mm-hmm. It's where like you can't throw strikes. It's like I tried everything. Like I, it was I was so mentally in my head that I couldn't I couldn't throw strikes. Mm-hmm. So that that basically put me out on my spring season, my okay. spring junior my spring junior season now. And then it was really in late summer, this past summer that everything changed. Like I just I felt a, like the strongest I've been in in years, and I I was throwing strikes. I was striking people out. I was so dominant. Mm-hmm. So that that's really that was really the turning point for me. Yeah, so I think you you touched on a very good point, and I think this is what we tell parents and athletes that we work with is that you know healing is more than just a physical thing, 
it's a mental thing as well. You need to find yourself. You need to give yourself time to get back in that groove. And you know, pitching is both physical and mental. Like you, you gotta, you gotta have the mental stamina to be mentally focused to be able to, like to, like you say, to be able to perform and throw a strike, right? Because essentially, it's you against the batter. Um, and I think just to backtrack, I think me and you when we first started working together, um, you know, I, I I didn't think we, I I think the program wanted us to um, to start throwing right away. But I think we spent a lot of more time building foundation for yeah. you. Um, I remember just seeing you walk in. Like at that point, you were you were lengthy. Uh, You're yeah. definitely skinny. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we spent a lot of time just building up your legs and just giving you more like shoulder stability and just working on all the other aspect of throwing right because yeah. throwing is not just an arm thing and i absolutely hate when people say arm strength because yeah. an overall it's it's a total body strength and your core strength yeah. yep yeah. yeah so tell me how you make that shift when you realize that it's not just how hard you can throw with your arm but it's about how you're able to incorporate everything else because I feel like everyone needs to hear this. Yeah, I mean, especially now, I feel like I, I definitely learned a lot, you know, from training with you and building like uh, building the blocks back up. But now, I, you know, I've used my knowledge that I learned from you and I, I completely a different person now, how I train in the gym and how I, you know, prepare for my next, my next start or even just throwing. Like before I throw, I'll spend... Like today, I long tossed, and I probably spent about 45 minutes to an hour just warming up my body, you know, opening up the hips, you know, all that important stuff. Um, and then my training in the gym um, is a lot of full body stuff, you know, a lot of uh, core stability, you know, shoulder stability, mobility, very important. Mm -hmm. I, I work that stuff endlessly. So. Yeah. Now, another thing, after you finish throwing, what do you do to get your body back to normal? Yeah, I actually, I, I pretty much treat, after I throw, I pretty much say, all right, what can I do now to get myself ready for the next time I pitch or the next time I throw? So in a game, after I pitch, I'll go do, you know, like a little dynamic warm-up, like a, not a warm-up, like a cool-down almost to mm -hmm. get my range of motion back. Uh, I, I stay light with the bands. I don't like to go crazy because I just pitched like 60 mm -hmm. pitches. I don't like, I don't want to burn myself out, you know. I just want to cool down a little bit. I don't like to sprint. I mean, I don't like to do long distance running. That's mm -hmm. kind of like a hot topic in baseball right now is like, should pitchers do long distance running? And yeah. I, I, I like to do short sprints, just get some blood flow. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Yeah, but and like foam rolling, a lot of that stuff. So. Now, working with you is it's almost easier on us because you're so accountable in everything that you do. It's almost like sometimes our job is to tell you to do less, if anything. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you, you spend two hours, um, at least two hours on your leg days, um, you know, just, just to make. And, you know, I think the last time we saw each other was just working on some of your leg stability and hip stability, right? Um, you know, do you always have that mindset where you're going to outwork everybody or is this because of this injury? I think, you know, having the surgery definitely you know motivates me like definitely motivates me um and i think you know having having the surgery kind of puts me in a mindset where well i was out for a year and i couldn't i couldn't do any upper body work 
but I could do my legs, but you know, full bodies, full body. So, you know, it definitely motivates me to, to be like, well, I got to outwork all the people that had the extra year. So it, it definitely helps me. And now I just, what my, my mindset is now is I want to be, I want to be the best. So I got to train harder and more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Now I, to, to get into that being the best mindset, how, like, who are the people that you surround yourself with? Because, you know, to, to be the best, you need to surround yourself with some of the best people and have the best yeah. resources, right? Yeah, a big part of that is definitely my, my two older brothers. You know, we, especially now, they're home. My younger sister, too. Um, but my older brothers really pushed me, and they pretty much taught me how to, how to really find that, you know, grit to get through, like, tough workouts and how working hard now will pay off when you get to the field because you work hard now, you're going to feel way, way more prepared than anyone else when you get to the field. So definitely my brothers, you know, it's nice for them to be home now because we get to work out every day together. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, yeah, definitely them. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Now, um, you know, people don't like to talk about how fun rehab could be, but I think every time we worked here, we had, we had a great time and we had a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. just go over like what what were some of your f- favorite part in this whole journey, man? Because it's it's not all bad. <laughs> no, yeah, it it definitely it's definitely. I mean, a lot of when a lot of people think of you know, having surgery, they most people don't think about how many hours you spend in physical therapy. They just think, oh, you'll you get the surgery and you'll be out for some time. But it's really the behind the the behind the, the scenes stuff is really something special. You know, working with you guys and. It was really fun and working with uh, Nick, right? Yes, Nick. Yep. Nick, yeah, that was that was great. We used to go out when it was like thirty degrees in the middle of winter and mm-hmm. throw yeah. in the parking lot. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of that, that stuff is what you remember, and that because that's where it all started. That was the that was the building blocks to get back to where I am now. So. Mm-hmm. And what about um, some people that you met along the way? That that you know, beside us, like I'm sure you've built some good relationship of people that you seek out uh for help both physically and mentally how how are those relationship uh what what does that mean to you yeah i mean i mean not including you guys like i can always count on you and you know everyone i've worked with like to reach out help me with you know my body aches a little bit i can always reach out to you you're you're always going to help me out so it's, it's great to have you know we worked together for so long. It's like a great relationship we've made. And same with, you know, the other physical therapists that, you know, we've worked with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's, let's fast forward, right? I mean, you were able to go to Florida right before this whole thing shut down. Um, so how, how did it feel to get back on the mount? Like, what was it feels like to, to get back on the mountain in a competitive setting for the first time? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, definitely amazing to be back on the mound especially for Del Barton because this was really the first time that I've been at my best in front of my team you know I've, I've pitched a lot for my my club team and I've done great there but you know a lot of people at Del Barton kind of just heard of me as oh he was he was really good coming in and he was out for a couple of years and I think I really proved myself on that trip you know I pitched really well um, and it was just it was just great to put on a good show mm-hmm. and hopefully Hopefully we get a little season in uh, in a month, month and a half, so I can you know finish it out. That's awesome, man. And as of recent, how um, how how fast was uh, your pitch? 
in uh, well, we didn't we didn't we didn't have anyone clocking in Florida, but two weeks before I was I was up to ninety, so that was my that man. Was, yeah, that was amazing. So for all the scout listening out there, we got a boy <laughs> that can uh, throw ninety miles an hour, and yep. So just yeah. just just um, you know just for those who are listening, you know you can check him out for sure. I'll put this on the show note. Um, and this is one of the questions that we like to ask everyone. So if you can go back to your freshman year season where you just read the the MRI for the first time, you're, you're, you're basically just like about to cry. You can go back to that point. Know what you know now. What will you tell yourself? I mean, when I was in, when I was in a couple of years ago, when I was in that position, I definitely would have said, no, I don't want the surgery. Like, I don't, this is going to be so hard. I don't want to do this. But if I was to tell myself, you know, a few years ago, I would say, no, you're going to be a way better pitcher, person, everything after this is all done. And I, I think that, I think that's almost like a choice though, because mm-hmm. I think you need to take the surgery as, oh, I'm going to be out for a couple months or maybe a year. Or you can say, all right, I'm going to face this head on and do everything I possibly can to be way more ahead than I was when I had the surgery. So that was that was pretty much the mindset I had when I had it. I mean, it, it took a few months to adjust to that because you're in a you're in a sling and you're watching seasons go by. Mm-hmm. But I think if I was to tell myself in the beginning, you know, you're going to be a better pitcher when this is all done. I I would say, okay, like hopefully hopefully I am, but yeah, it definitely definitely uh, worked out for me. And I think someone uh, in your position. Uh, at this moment could definitely use that that um those encouraging words for sure because right now they only see what in front of them and they don't really see the big picture um since baseball been your whole life since you're young um having baseball taken away were you able to discover other aspect of yourself things you enjoy doing like let's say you know like taking pictures and stuff i know i know you're a big fan so talk to me about that yeah i mean i I really like uh, photography. I have my own like photography account and everything where I, I take pictures of waves like in the ocean. So I'll go in uh, in the water in all all seasons to take pictures, and it's really cool. You know, sometimes you're out there when there's not that many guys. It's kind of like relaxing. And you get like these cool shots when sometimes the waves are really big and you're kind of scared. But then you go back to the beach and look at your camera, and the waves are just like pictures are amazing. So that's definitely like rewarding and it's kind of, it kind of, it definitely helped me get through those months when I wasn't, you know, working with you or in the gym. Mm. So it's so, definitely something up, you know. So it's pretty cool to know that your life has more to offer than just playing baseball, right? Just like every kid set listening yeah. out there that there's, there's more to life than just that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's, that's huge, man. And, um, and you know, Lastly, like I, I know your parents has been so supportive throughout this whole this whole process. Uh, you know, um, I'm definitely gonna send this to them. So, what would you like to tell them? Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to thank my whole family and my parents, especially my brothers, my sister, my grandma. They were all extremely supportive of me through the whole process. You know, whenever I had my setbacks and I was you know crying, like they'd always say, like, "No, you're gonna get through this." Like. This is where you're made for. You're gonna be a better pitcher than you were before. Like, it all it all helped, especially you know when your own family tells you it. It's really motivating, and 
you know, they drove me to physical therapy, which is 50 minutes away from me. So it was, they, they were really dedicated to helping me out through this. So I want to thank them and I love them. So that's awesome. And don't forget the amount of quest bar they purchased for you. <laughs> yeah. I love quest bars. Those, those help me too. They help me through the pain. <laughs> if quest is, is listening, we can definitely use some yeah. sponsorship, right? Definitely. definitely. Awesome, man. Listen again, I really want to, thank you for taking the time to just tell your story and the advice you give in this episode. I think it's going to help so many people because, you know, there, there are kids who just are going through this right now and they don't see, they only see what in front of them. They don't see the big picture. And it's good to hear someone like yourself that, uh, you know, coming out of it. But then again, it's also a good lesson for them to learn that, you know, they need to be accountable uh, if they want to come out of this because everything is earned, nothing is given, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you really got to take your, you know, your uh, physical therapy seriously. Don't just, you know, go through the motions with it because, you know, the, I made a few, I, I made a few jumps uh, because I took my physical therapy seriously. I was really dedicated to doing it. So I, I definitely sped up the process a little bit. And I think that's important, especially if you want to get back on the field. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome, man. Well, Thank you for yeah. your time, bro. I really appreciate you. Thanks, Natty. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think and leave us a review. See you next time.